0: We're today with Waldo Perez. He's the CEO of Neo Lithium. They are a Argentine uh, lithium carbonate producer, a wannabe producer. They've just done a deal with CATL, one of the world's largest battery manufacturers. So we talked to him about that, their plans for 2021, and getting into production by the end of the year. If you want our thoughts and opinions. On uh, that conversation and indeed their ability to get into production, you can find that at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club, where you can also find detailed company reports. You can also find commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of commodities and companies. Uh, There are training videos on there to help you with your diligence, summaries of other interviews that we've done just to save you a bit of time. And if you want a thriving community of investors to share your thoughts and ideas with, you can get them at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Waldo, how are you doing, sir? And happy New Year!
1: Thank you very much. Very good. Very busy summer for us.
0: <sighs> Don't start. You're looking a bit suntanned. I'm not sure we should let you on the show. You're making me depressed. <laughs> no, you're looking well. Have you had a good Christmas and New Year?
1: Very good. Very good.
0: Yes. With the family. Yep. With the family. Fantastic. Fantastic. Hey, well, look you? We haven't spoken to you since October. Quite a lot has happened. A yeah. lot has happened in the world, in the world of lithium. Uh, a lot has happened in, in, with your company too. Uh, we thought we'd better have a catch up. So, thank you very much for taking the call. Appreciate it. Thank you. So, why don't we do what we did last time? Why don't we start by you giving us a one minute overview of your business? And then I'll uh, pick it up with some questions which I've got for you.
1: Absolutely. Just to recap, uh, we are newly, we are developing the 3 project. It's a lithium carbonate project located in Argentina. Um, we are the third highest grade brine project in the world, uh, the seven biggest brine project in the world and the lowest impurity brine project in the world. We have uh, recently uh, got an alliance with CATL, the, the biggest uh, battery manufacturer uh, and actually, um, what we are doing is developing this leading project now, uh, completing the feasibility study with the intention of start construction at the end of current year and be in production in 2022.
0: Right. Last time we spoke. You took me through the process you went through with Bank of, uh, I think it was Bank of America, wasn't it? And they, they were trying to find you some some partners, and you had, you know, nine, nine groups, five of which you were talking to, and then uh, CATL came along, C A T L came along at the last minute, uh, but the process was was interrupted. So you've obviously got it over the line. What what is this relationship you've got? What what does it mean for you?
1: Well, C A T L, um, it's very important. Because they are the largest lithium consumer in the world for batteries. They are the number one battery manufacturer. And therefore, it's very important because they define the specs. They are, uh, they, they require much more than our production, by the way. They are doubling uh, capacity, battery production capacity for five years in a row every year. So it is very clear that they, they require a large volume of battery. They have set up a $2 billion fund that is uh, to improve the ups, uh, upstream um, um, supply for the products. And our relationship with them is very important. We are one of the few companies that managed to get um, you know an alliance with them. It's very important for us uh, to, to have the specification and the technology support from them, as well as uh, financial support from them. So it's critical. And, and you know what? Very important. It's not the same to sell gold or copper. And you know what? Your product can go to any buyer. But when you are selling lithium carbonate, there are specs. Lithium carbonate is not a mining product. Do not come from nature. It is manufactured. It's like selling a motorcycle or a bicycle. You have to make it. You use natural product, but you need to mix them in the right way. To produce a final product that is uh, to the specs of, of the industry. So, this is critical. And actually, even the pricing of the product varies with your specs. But it's interesting to
0: me that, you know, some, okay. So let me talk about that a little bit more. So have come in, so it's a great endorsement for you in terms of what they think that you've got, and they've also priced it for you because they've come in and bought you know circa eight percent of the equity of the business, circa thirty-five million bucks, right? To add to your already thirty-five million uh, bucks uh, of cash, um, it, 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 it says something. But you are still being valued like a mining company as opposed to an industrial minerals company right? You just told me it's a product, carbonate is created, right? So do you think that at some point companies like yourself, once you've reached the stage of being able to prove the ability to deliver a carbonate, should be re-rated?
1: No, always. I will give you an example. Take uh, Lithium Americas. Uh, uh, by the way, a company I was related in the past, uh, I created that company. Lithium Americas today is valued somewhere around 0.8% uh, pricing to the net asset value, okay? So they are in construction, they are leading, it's like us, in construction, and they are valued at almost 80% of the net asset. Um, we are uh, nowadays valued at somewhere around, just to say 20, 25% of the net asset value, something like that. So very clearly, yes, the companies are re once they are fully financed and in construction, okay? So it's very important actually, uh, Get there to cross the line to complete the financing, and of course, to have a partner in their case. They also have a Chinese partner, another company, very important. And, and we have ours, you know, and, and we keep on, on our way. But, um, it is, it is something that you can see that happens already in the market,
0: okay? But what, what are the times under which you get into bed with someone like Kata? Because I said, right, that's a great endorsement. They've come, they've come in here out of 2 billion, 35 million is not a lot. So you know, I'm not sure you know how big an endorsement it is. It may be just an option for them, right? But they set the ground rules. They are saying, "Here's what we need for our batteries." You know, this is what we need you to work to. And I know you've talked about you know lowest impurity levels, etc. But do you think you're going to be able to technically deliver the carbonate in the shape and
1: form that they need? Oh yes, I'm very confident. Uh, We already got um a, a, a product that is almost on spec and next uh, week we will be even more information on that uh so we are basically getting very close to to the final spec um so it's very important because again it, you when you are doing that you are testing not just the product but the process all the technology that you're using you know can can you really do that and of course can you do it at a profit because at the end of the day, that's what we are doing with CATL. We are doing a final feasibility study together, which is very important because by doing that together, they get pregnant of that feasibility study. They believe in the engineering company, the technology and everything else, or at least they agree (laughs) on on that. And this is not minor issue. Again, this is very, very important in this kind of of materials, which are, as I say, manufactured in carbon.
0: But, but help me understand the detail of of, of this, please, Waldo. Because doing the feasibility study, it's it's you, you better understand the process. You better understand the moving parts, um, the economics. That's all good stuff. But technically, closer or close isn't good enough. You've got to be exactly right. When, when do you get to the point with CAtl where they go, do you know what? This is hundred percent. What we need, we will continue to uh, work with you. I mean, how do you? How long is that point? How far away are we from that point?
1: Well, that happens. I don't know. This is a process that is going on, like almost on a daily basis. So we are in permanent contact. We are in permanent communication. Um, uh, so, so this process is ongoing. Okay. Now um, it will unveil through the year as we move ahead with the final feasibility study, and of course also with uh, the financing discussions with them. So so this is a combination that works both ways uh, between them and us, and it's going to be happening not at one event like saying tomorrow or next week or next month, but it's going to happen. We expect to have delivery of the final feasibility study in August, September of this year. And at that time, our objective is to start Mine construction, at least the ponds, which are at the back there on my picture, uh, by November, December of of this year.
0: Okay, so the, the feasibility study does deliver the certainty around the technical your ability to technically deliver the carbonate as they require. Okay, thank you.
1: Oh, oh yeah, but 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 as a as a comment, actually the the ability to reco- to 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 deliver that is much earlier than that. I first deliver the product. The final feasibility will put a final number, so how much money you need to produce that product, and what's going to be the operational cost to deliver that product. But the product uh, is being produced literally now, and, uh, and we're going to release news very soon on, 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 on the quality of the product. Okay. So this is going on. Okay, and how
0: involved are they in, in in the process themselves? Are they just sitting back going, there's the specs. Come back when you've, when you've done this, when the feasibility study is done. I mean, when you say the conversations are happening regularly, I mean, what's their contribution? No, 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 no. From? This is a,
1: well, I tell you what, what we're doing, it's a little bit of a, we are working in our plant, and because, because of the COVID restrictions for travel, they basically duplicated the work at, in China and we're working together like, uh, I don't want to say similar labs because I haven't even been there, so I don't know, but they, we are duplicating. So I'm sending, I'm doing this batch and this is sent to them and they I'm doing the next batch and, and they they replicate, you want to call it reverse engineering, except that this is chemistry, so it's reverse chemistry. So we are advancing together. And um, by the way, if they have a, you know, new ideas or, or something to comment, they will definitely do. Uh, I'm expecting them to do to say, oh, you know what? why do we discover that here, where you do that, we can do this other thing. And this is normal. I mean, this is like what you expect from this and working together. Okay.
0: okay. So are people back at the pilot plant uh, operating as normal now? I know you've got, there's some restrictions? Yes.
1: Yes. Hundred percent. No. No. We are fully we are fully operational. We are fully operational, which is very important for us. Yes. Okay.
0: Fantastic. And. You're also kind of going ahead. I notice the press release back engaging some engineers on the DFS, right? Yeah. So we're getting serious now, big money. So uh, tell me about why? Why did you hire them? Who are they?
1: Yeah, Warley is actually a company that have done extensive uh, work in South America. They built basically the SQM Atacama project. You know, Uh, they also work extensively with Mm Albermen, also in the Salar Atacama. Um, They have also worked with uh, uh, Latin Americas. we did the feasibility together, actually. So they're all buddies because they work for me in Latin America's feasibility. So we pick them because of their experience in the business. And engineering companies are like, um, you really hire them by the expertise in certain topics. Um, they're all very important, but some of them are more important. Just to say, in the oil and gas business, or in the gold mining, or whatever. When you get oilier, you will see that you will be associated with a lot of lithium projects with them, because they know the lithium for a long time.
0: Are you seeing the same sorts of parallels here as you did at Lithium Americas? I mean, what have you learned there at Lithium <laughs> Americas that you
1: know is applicable today? Is it just cookie cutter, same thing? No, no, no. There is something very important that I learned. In Lithium Americas, we completed the, the definitive feasibility study alone. Uh, so when back at the time SQM stepped in, they say, Oh no, no, we don't like that feasibility. We will do another feasibility. And they did another feasibility. And guess what? When Gang stepped in, they did another. So there is three feasibilities done on the same project, wasting years and years, because each feasibility study takes a long time. So so these is what I learned. I could have the feasibility study finished this year. If you go back in some of my interviews, just to say three years ago, four years ago, I was supposed to have finished my feasibility study, uh, well, the previous year, 2020, but I didn't. And why? I hold on that until I do have a partner because it's a waste of time to do your own feasibility and think that you are so how can I say um, uh, you know um, think that you can that that you will do it and people will accept it just because it's yours no uh, and, and we actually wait uh, and and we had to endure that because some people were asking you know, what the heck you know just finish it that it wasn't lack of money we didn't have money in the in our in our uh, you know, company it, it was just the fact of being sure that we can. Have an acceptable
0: feasibility Yeah, no, no. I think that's smart. We've seen people fall over and trip over that in the past. Other sectors, obviously, but I think with a technical, you know, commodity like yours, even more important. I I suspect. Now, when we spoke last, you're going to like this. You were 99 cents. Do you remember that? Can you remember it so long ago? October, you were 99 cents. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The market
0: has gone crazy ever since uh, Tesla announced the. Piedmont uh, uh, deal. I think lithium has started to be on the minds of big generalist funds. The EV revolution, battery revolution, is now starting to be understood, or at least people are moving on it. Your share price has trebled since we spoke. So well done. That's good. Yeah. Shareholders must be happy.
1: In part, thanks to you.
0: Well, <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to say, but the, the, the immediate response after our interview was 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 vast. <laughs> But let's talk about the markets, like if, if now, okay? Because I, I, do you feel this is like there's been a bit of a false dawn with that Tesla announcement with Piedmont, Or do you think people are truly now starting to look at this
1: seriously? Well, first of all, the market has turned, has turned for all of us, not just for for million. Everybody is getting higher valuations, and the reason is very simple: lithium prices are increasing. And there is no question, that, nobody has a question that, that, that lithium prices are going to continue to increase. And there is a, a very strong demand for um, electric cars. And electric car demands is basically, if you take the worldwide demand of lithium, electric cars will end up being like the vast majority, literally. It will outshine every other lithium market. So, so so, the electric vehicle is a reality. There are some issues that are related also, and it's very interesting with the pandemic. Um, and actually when the last time I spoke with you, I, I mentioned that in our discussions, we, we had something very near to close the deal. And that was in March. The pandemic came out and Everybody went into the panic mode. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, maybe maybe this is the end. Maybe this... I mean, people were very reluctant to actually move. Everybody froze. So the entire industry froze. But what happened is that uh, governments um, focused even more on the transformation of vehicles into electric vehicles worldwide. It wasn't a one-country thing. It was a trend in the entire world saying, well, this crisis is bringing a big um, economic hurdle into the world. Now is the time to change the technology. Now is the time to go electric. It is the perfect moment, and people are pretty much aware. And I don't think there is any relationship between environment and the virus, but people are more aware on the environment today, a lot. Uh, call it psychologically, call it whatever, but this is causing much more sales in electric vehicles everywhere, everywhere. It is outpacing every uh, projection's done. So that is bringing pressure on, <laughs> on the entire chain, you know, battery manufacturers, you know, lithium producers, and so on.
0: No, I agree with that. We, we, we spoke to a battery manufacturer in Europe a um, couple of weeks ago, and they were saying that the numbers which they'd laid out for themselves. To hit in terms of being able to access product by 2025, they're now going to need to do it by 2022. So they're saying, <laughs> there are already significant numbers have doubled because they're seeing a trend, a movement of the mind as to what people want to see the new world looking like. So I think no, I think it's um, it's very very exciting times for for people with whether you call them miners or whether you call them industrial mineral companies. Uh, to feed into i think there's a there's there's a real movement uh here and i think you know investors are, are sniffing this out for themselves too it's it's an interesting point you raised there Um, so just to finish off because i'm i'm really keen to understand the the timing around uh CATL um feasibility studies and you know, we've talked about you know appointing engineers etc what can we expect to see in 2021 from Waldo
1: and Neolithium well, uh, first of all, uh, what we have, uh, we're working on, number one, uh, when you see other projects like Lithium Americas have a industrial partner, which was nothing but they also bring together a financial partner that was Putele. When you see Oro Cobre, they brought a, a, a industrial partner, which was Toyota Tucho, and they also brought Jobmec, which was financial partner. So, so it is uh, probable it is feasible that we bring a financial partner to the equation, which makes sense and give, give us more strength in the negotiation table uh, when we need to finance the whole project with CATL. So this is one thing. The other thing that you uh, should remember is that we um, have the final environmental permit that will come along with the, the financing um, as well as, uh, certainly um the EFS the, the in all that we expect to close uh, a, C- uh, a deal with CATL uh, earlier than than completing the, the uh, DFS so it's going to be a process there is going to be very important news coming um, and and basically you will see the project crystallizing to start production by the end of this year um, I should say though that uh, like in everywhere you know the pandemic has an effect on this. Uh, I am hopeful I, I I believe that the vaccination is going to be this year. you know it's going to get to a point that we will be able to work, that we will be able to operate. Uh, Argentina is in the summer today, which means that our cases have dropped, and there is more freedom of movement and all that. Uh, and that's okay. I expect that in the winter, will not be like that. In the winter we will we will be where you guys are now, okay? And uh, and that will create delays. But um the work we are doing now it's taking all the, the field work. Therefore we know that by uh by August, September this year we have finished and completed all, all the work.
0: Okay, fantastic. And what type of financial partner are you looking
1: for? No, 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 no. I, we are in discussion, so I can't, I can't describe because it's confidential. But, uh, but, but hopefully, I'm, when I'm talking about a financial partner, I'm talking about somebody that is interested in getting money. It's not an industrial or a strategic or you know, just finance.
0: Understood. Understood. Well, look, Walter, like nice update. Um, I'm going to put the link to our previous conversation below because. You clearly articulated the business plan and your strategy for delivering it. You've hit some of those points since we last spoke. Trebling the share price, well done, very well done. It's That's what that's what it's about, name of the game, and obviously getting into production by the end of this year. So stay in touch, let us know how you're getting on. If there's anything you want to talk about, pick up the phone,
1: okay? Great. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCars?